What's going on, guys, and welcome to September's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games offered on PlayStation Plus throughout the month, and at the end of the month, we talk about it. My name's Seth, and joining me today is Chevy. On my left, your right. Chevy, hopefully you are excited to talk about the games we played in September, which were Need for Speed Heat, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, and Tome, and hopefully you're excited about the games we'll be playing in October. How you doing? Doing good. We haven't uh, been getting a whole lot of sleep lately, because we've been doing a lot of late-night filming. <laughs> I've been actually getting more sleep than normal, so I don't know if that's a <laughs> maybe it's beneficial good or bad. Thing. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I've been um, getting less sleep than normal lately, so yeah. I mean, I usually sleep like four or five hours a night, so um, four's rough for me to do. It's rough five, for me too. I don't want, but I can do. Yeah, lately I've been getting about seven though. So um, sounds great. Yeah, it has been good. So, um, but other than that, I'm pretty good. Uh, as far as the PlayStation Plus games um, that we're about to talk about, I do mm-hmm. have some opinions, at least on two of them, that I, I can talk about. One of them I'll probably be, well, we'll see how it goes. I, I played it, but I don't really have deep thoughts on it. And then uh, next month, to be honest, just seems kind of easy. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a sec. Um, I'm very excited to talk about these games. I have a lot of opinions about them. And uh, next month seems kind of easy, which I'm not complaining about. And with that, let's talk about it. Uh, in October, we're going to be playing Hot Wheels Unleashed Un- Injustice 2 and Super Hot, uh, which, you know, I'll just dive in real quick. I've played Super Hot, but only in VR. Um, I think it came out originally not in VR, so. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the only way I've played it. So I have played the game. I'm not going to talk about that, but uh, I expect this is going to be the same but very different. Uh, one thing that's kind of weird about Super Hot in VR is uh, because uh, the game, in case you don't know, is a game where like uh, you have to get through scenarios with like weapons and guns and stuff. And every time you move, the scene moves. Anytime you pause, it pauses, at least in VR. And so there was a lot of like sitting still in weird positions that like my muscles after a while were like started like, I was like, this is almost a workout. I feel like I'm doing yeah. like yoga or something. Um, so I don't think I'm gonna have that issue here, um, but I'll be very curious to see what it's like um, with a controller. It's kind of weird. Um, Injustice 2, I, f- I think I played before. I for sure played the first game. Um, so uh, excited to play that. I'm a, I'm a fan of the first game um, and everything these guys make. And then Hot Wheels Unleashed um, is a game I would probably never buy. So I'm excited to see what a Hot Wheels game is like in modern times. So um, yeah, I'm stoked to try out all three of these games, but they're all kind of smaller experiences, which uh, after the last like two months we've had, um, I'll probably appreciate I'll be able to just hop in and play these and not have to invest a lot of time unless I really want to. So, uh, nice and easy month in October. Yeah. Um, I've never played well any of these. Mm. Um, I have played Injustice 1, so I do have a little bit of uh, an idea on that one. Um, but I am looking forward to trying the second one because I did enjoy the first one. As much as I'm not necessarily a fan of the subject matter, um, I do enjoy fighting games to an extent. Um, Super Hot has... It's a game I've seen a million and a half people play. It looks fun. Be cool to actually try it out for once. Uh, I am curious if the PSVR works with this version or not. Though I don't I'm know if I want to bring that back out or not. And then uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Uh, I have. I mean, I'm assuming it's a racing game, but mm-hmm. 
um, the style of which I am not sure, but if it's kind of like a goofier style game, I'd probably welcome that more than a serious racer. So. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm hoping it's like a crazy arcade racer mm-hmm. type game because uh, uh, all I've been playing is in like the last year, Gran Turismo, which is a sim, and Forza Horizon 5, which has kind of ruined me for most racing games when it comes to <laughs> arcade games. So I need something that's not those. Yeah, And so I'm hoping it is... Um, embracing the the craziness of what you would assume from a hot wheels game so agreed yeah anything else nope all right let's know in the comments are you guys excited for october's games is there anything you're looking forward to any of them you could skip over uh any of them you're curious about uh let me know everything you think about in the comments below all right let's jump into the games that we did actually play in september and again that was need for speed heat grand blue fantasy versus and toem let's start with uh let's see need for speed heat if you didn't get a chance to play need for speed heat it's a need for speed game uh that is i don't even know what like the actual plot is about outside of i know that you are going to a racing city that kind of it was in like florida or something um florida let's try that word again um and there's a racing event going on there and uh there's illegal races that happen at night and the cops don't like that um, you play as uh, some dude that's involved with that. I literally do not pay attention to the plot at all, so I apologize to anyone who's really into the the lore of this game. Some dude that you pick, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a Need for Speed game. Uh, it's definitely on the Frostbite engine, and I'll have a lot to say about that. Um, and it involves you uh, picking a starter car, and then as you progress, uh, you obviously unlock new cars and upgrades. But the way it works, something kind of interesting with this that is its thing is during the day, you can do day races, which are official races, and you get money for those races. But then you can also <laughs> go out and race at night, and there's a risk uh, here. But as you race, you get reputation, which allows you access to more and more things. Um, so yeah, you're getting the money to buy the things and you're getting the reputation to get the better stuff. EXP money. Exactly. Um, and you get to choose in between whatever you need. You can do that. Um, but at night there is the risk of having cops that chase after you. And, uh, I believe you get multipliers the longer you race at night without getting caught. Um, but if you do get caught, it deducts, uh, money from you. So there is a risk and reward system that I think is, uh, you know, I'll get into my actual thoughts in a sec, but uh, at least they tried something, I guess. Uh, but it is a Need for Speed game, so it emphasizes the speed of racing, of course, as you expect from a Need for Speed game. Uh, we both played it, and let's start with you when it comes to Need for Speed Heat in September. That's the month. All right. Well, this is the one I'll probably have the least to say on. That's fine. I don't, I don't have much to say um, on either. So I, I honestly think that this game is probably the definition of it's fine. <laughs> um, it it definitely feels very arcadey, which is fine. That's you know the type of games Need for Speed are, anyways. Um, you know they have the the police mechanic that um, they got rid of for a long time, and then people wanted it back when it went back, and now it's just been in uh, multiple iterations of the game since um, they reintroduced it. I'm of the mindset there's two things that make Need for Speed individual of other racing games. And that's the high-speed, high-octane emphasis. They've always been really good about making everything look really fast when you're driving. Um, and cops chasing you. Yeah. Without those two things, you just got a racing game. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so, yeah, bringing back the cops, I feel like, is like 
makes sense for sure um you know i it has the for lack of a better way to word this the forza horizon thing going on yep where you you go around first thing i thought you can kind of free drive and then you can go up to certain points and then when you get to them you can do those events um and I don't have a problem with that. I love Forza Horizon, and um, it is neat to see someone else have a take on that. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth mentioning, though, Forza Horizon, and I'm not saying you implied this, but Forza Horizon didn't invent that system of an open-world racing game, um, but it did uh, set the bar for it. It owns that at this point. So it is interesting when you play something like that now, you're like, this is like Forza Horizon, yeah, you know, whatever, whichever one you're playing. <clears throat> um yeah, other than that, I mean, the, the little bit of racing I did, I mean, it felt like an arcade racer. I, I think I kind of already said that, but, um, you know, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It, was, it did what I needed to do. Um, do you remember what your starting car was that you picked? Uh, it was, I think I kind of went uh, initial D-esque on it. Because um, I picked the BMW. Yeah, I didn't do that. It was, uh, was it a Toyota? I think like an old, like, 90 style Japanese car and I can't remember. Huh. I I'm could, sure somebody will know. I, I could be just completely mistaken, but I was yeah. pretty sure I picked a Japanese car. Anyways. I probably should have. Doesn't matter. Um <clears throat> it did not control um like how I liked racing games. So I had to uh take a couple races to kind of like adapt to the way it, it played. Um, yeah, I got to a, I was I was playing for quite a bit and I kept unlocking cars. But I was like, I have to make this one good, though, because I can't just buy that or work on that car. I'm invested in this car. So, like, I just kept upgrading the car I was already driving. So, yeah, for the most part. So I was, like, playing the starting car for a long time because I was, like, so unhappy with the way it drove. I was like, I got to upgrade this. There's no way this car drives this bad. Mm. Yeah. I, the At first, I was having a rough time uh, because the mostly the turning seemed pretty bad on my car. Hey, me too. So um, that seemed to be a thing. But uh yeah. Has a story going on with cutscenes and whatnot. Um I quite honestly, after I watched the first one, just started skipping them because um I mostly just watched it to see what they were doing with it. I mean, like every racing game ever nowadays, it's just like you show up and they're like, hey, rookie, you're trying to get into this racing circuit where you're going to have to make a name for yourself. Let's let's get you proving yourself out on the race. And then you're doing like, all right, you belong now. Now get out there and make some money. Yeah, I think it's a little weird, maybe because like when I'm playing uh, specifically a racing game, I don't care about the driver. I care about the vehicle and the yep. races. So why not? Uh, emphasize more on like maybe showing off like the car and the map and stuff like that as an introduction of the game. And then just have like voices happening as you're driving and stuff. Um, you know, it's good to have some kind of story mm-hmm. just cause like it's something, you know, to kind of, to add on to the experience for sure. But I don't think I, it, it, maybe this is just an EA thing, but, uh, having like you, the dude that, you, you know, uh, is going through a career or something all the time is uh, it's like whatever for me. So it's funny because in sports games in general, and I'm including racing in that. Um, whenever somebody tries to make a story about a character rising up through the ranks or whatever, or getting better or, or, or whatever, I always think they're really cheesy because the yeah. way they they uh, hang out and talk and like, hey, bro, like blah blah blah. But uh, that soccer game we played, it's like the only time I was like, I don't mind this. 
I think it was really handled weird. probably best in that Dude, one. What, yeah. was it? what was it? Was that FIFA? I think it was FIFA. Yeah, yeah, I was like playing through that. I'm like, this just feels like I'm being recruited. It's not like I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, you didn't have I, some guy coming up to you and like giving you some weird like secret handshake. Yeah, and... or like a bunch of <laughs> people dressed like an Ubisoft game. Anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I have much more to add to that. Um, I got some stuff to say. Yeah, go ahead. So, if if anything comes to to mind, uh, just kind of hop in. Okay. So, uh, yeah, like I said, I, uh, I I played this game for maybe like four hours. Um, if I'm being honest, uh, there's a couple things about it I like and a couple things I don't like about it. Uh, the first thing I want to bring up is this game for me personally, if you like it, I'm not, you know, I'm happy that you like it. I'm not even saying I dislike it, but, uh, this game suffers from, uh, something that most EA games suffer from. And that is the dev is forced to make the game on frostbite. Um, this game doesn't feel like it should exist on frostbite. I think every car felt robotic when you drive it. It feels like they're trying to emulate car physics in a weird way. Whereas you play other games, it feels like there's weight to the car when you turn, the way it moves on the road, the way the suspension moves, whatever, you know, give or take. Uh, you know, Gran Turismo is really good at that. Uh, Forza Horizon is really good at that. Um, but this, it felt like every car... Uh, was just like simulating how a car moves. And of course, every video game is doing that, but some games are doing it in a way that I'm not thinking about it. It just feels right. But in this, like when you turn, it feels stiff, but if you turn long enough, you always get the same sliding movement. It's very uh, systematic. It's very mechanical and uh, robotic feeling. Um, so I guess you can always depend on uh, how the car is gonna move, uh, but it doesn't feel like you're really, uh, Merging the way your car's weight and uh, physics move on terrain, it's more so like you're on a flat plane and, uh, you know, the the buttons do what they do every single time the same way. Uh, it just feels really weird. And I think that is because it's on Frostbite because EA is like, you know, years ago, if that's a good looking engine, everything is on Frostbite now. And uh, devs have complained about that for a long time. And uh, playing this reminded me that that was um, something EA shouldn't be doing, um, in my opinion. Just use Unreal or something. That seems to not be as uh, apparent. Uh, so, yeah, with that being said, the game looks pretty good. I think um, there's, uh, you know, the city's fine. It's not the best or worst. It feels very vacant. It feels like some kind of catastrophe happened and there's no one there anymore. Um, but it's fine because it's about the racing. And the racing, outside of what I just complained about with the mechanical racing, uh, is decent. It's got the Forza Horizon thing going on where, like, you drive up to events, uh, you activate them, and you just go. One thing I really do like is when you look at the map and you highlight uh, an event, it actually shows you the race, uh, where you're going to be driving on the map. And that was a really nice little touch to kind of, like, know what you're getting into without having to go into a menu, click on the race, and then it tells you. It's just, like, it, it preemptively tells you, like, do you want to do this race? And it's really clear about what are events, what are uh, side things you can do, what are the main story uh, line missions you can do. So I do appreciate um, it's very easy to get around and understand what's going on. Not not that it you know wouldn't be, but they did a good job with that. Um, I really like the transition screens on the the loading screens. Uh, it's kind of a weird thing to say, but like when you're upgrading your car, customizing it, which I'll get into. Um, it gets to, it reminds you constantly of like how cool your car is looking and these like really cool lighting and 
and the engine shines there. The car looks really good in the lighting that it does in the loading screens between things, and you always are kind of reminded of how cool your car is starting to turn out. Um, you, of course, see that when you're driving as well, but um, I kind of like that they emphasize showing off your car to you. Um, yeah, so uh, races are uh, decent. They, uh, I mean, the races, uh, a lot of them were pretty fun. Good mix of, uh, you know, sharp turns, whatever, like a typical racing game. Um, don't care about the story. I've already kind of emphasized that already. I have no interest in it and that's not even an insult. I just, it's not even a thing to that game specifically. It's most games, uh, like this. I don't care about the story at all. I just want to race. Um, I think the day and night thing is a really cool idea. Um, in fact, if the cars felt better when you drive them, um, I think it would have bumped this up quite a bit for me because that's my biggest complaint about it. It's kind of the biggest thing of the game. So it's kind of a, a, um, a problem for me, but, uh, that's a really cool system. Um, I was kind of impressed with that. Cause you go back to like home base or like garages or whatever, do your thing. And then when you leave, you get to decide if you want to start it day or night. Um, and I really like that risk versus reward thing. I, I'm a fan of risk versus reward in any game. Um, I like that you can get, uh, you know, the benefit of doing this um, at a cost if you if you fail. And uh, there's something really fun about that. Um, customization's good. It's not the best ever, but it's actually pretty decent. Uh, I was going through uh, some of the customization uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, performance upgrades. There's a lot of options there um, that you do feel for sure because your car feels like shit when you first get it. Um, but also uh, just visual stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff you can do there, a lot of paint job stuff. Um, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, Need for Speed Underground way back in the day, the one everyone loved having a bunch of customization. I feel like the legacy Need for Speed demands uh, good customization. I think they met that. So uh, honestly, it's funny. I'm like, I have a lot of positive things to say about this game outside of I didn't like driving. Because um, that, that, that was definitely good. Um, let's see. Races are good. Uh, the map is good. Uh, menus are good. Minimal. Um, I really like the night and day system. Um, I like the reputation, XP gain, and the money gain. Gives you a lot of options. Almost feels like you're strategizing a bit. Customization is good. Um, I like getting chased by cops in games, so um, I do like that feature. There is uh, there was a race I was doing. I completely forgot I was playing a Need for Speed game. I was just racing like I do at night, and then all of a sudden on the radio, it's like blah 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 blah. Get this guy, and I was like, oh, they're gonna interrupt the race. And the thing I like too is even if you finish the race and the cops are chasing after you, it's seamless. It's like they're still after you. Yeah. You got to keep going. And it's like, oh, shit, you finish the race, but you got to lose these lose guys. Them, yeah. And it only gets crazier the longer you go. So you got to, like, try and get rid of them. Um, I didn't think about ramming them for a while. But then I was like, wait, why don't I just, like, hit these guys? Oh, like, are you just trying to be, like, uh, a criminal with morals? <laughs> I was just trying to outrace them. I was like, I'll race you too, motherfucker. But, uh, but eventually I was like, they're going to take my money. And so I started slamming them into stuff. Um and that was actually a lot of fun. That was probably some of the most fun I had. Uh, makes me miss uh, burnout. Um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Uh, and I like I like that. Uh, you know, the tension's high already because you're you're racing. But then that happens, and you're like, I don't want to lose the race. Then you win the race. You're like, I don't want to lose my money. Yeah. Um, and so it gets kind of stressful. And I kind of really dug that. Um, yeah, weather effects were decent. Um, I was kind of impressed with the rain effect when you're driving because it looks like the rain's flying at the screen. It's not just like this downward effect. Mm. It's like 
in it you can tell it's frostbite it looks like i was playing battlefield like all this range just whipping in the air and flying out the screen stuff and i was like it's a pretty good effect so um yeah i don't know what i'm trying to say here though i liked the game but i didn't like playing it like there's a lot of things about it i really dug but uh every car i tried and i only drove like three cars but um they all felt uh different in like the speed and all that stuff but they all felt the same in the sense of like their relationship as an object in this game and with where I'm driving always felt not um, not convincing enough as uh, as they should. I had the same problem playing the crew too. I was like really excited about the crew too when it came out. I bought it and I actually I think it's the last game I ever like returned physically. Um, I was like, I don't want this because yeah. the cars just did not like I, I was convinced like you could never flip one of these cars. There's no real physics here. This is just like weird uh, mechanical arcadey. Like it just felt awful, but kind of the same thing. I think the crew two is honestly worse than this, but I, I just don't like it. I need, I need to feel the weight of the car when I'm driving. That's why I like Gran Turismo. Um, and this just does not have that. But other than that, really cool ideas. Um, I would like to see, uh, another need for speed pretty much take all these ideas that they already got and uh, you know put less emphasis on the story and then uh, make you know good feeling racing and I think they'd have a really solid arcade racer um, but yeah yeah. anything you want to add to that? not really no? okay um, I guess we can just jump into recommendations then because that's all I have to say on it okay um I would recommend it to anyone who's into arcade racers who has played plenty of Forza Horizon series and needs to play something else. Because if you haven't played Forza Horizon, I would recommend that first. But if you've done that already, uh, I would recommend this to you. If you're somebody who misses uh, Need for Speed, I'm not even going to say Need for Speed fans. If you miss Need for Speed with the cops chasing after you, this is going to give you that experience uh, with some cool caveats when it comes to deciding when and where to race and if you want to take on those challenges. Um, so I would recommend that to you as well. Um, if you're somebody who likes to customize your cars and upgrade them and stuff like that, um, oddly enough, there's plenty of racing games still that don't offer a whole lot of that. So um, I would recommend this to you. Um, I think that's a... It's a racing game, dude. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's hard for me to... Yeah, but I, w- I wouldn't recommend this to like a sim racer fan because it's not that. But yeah, pretty much like I, it's a racing game. Um, it's just not like a high priority, top priority racing game. But yeah. it's not. It's not bad. No, no, yeah, I'm not saying that. I just uh, it's gonna be hard for me to get too creative with recommendations because I'm I'm kind of like outside of my interests. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not into cars or racing games, so. Um, so yeah, I, they all kind of fit into the same genre for me for the most part. So yeah, any other recommendations? No. Okay, uh, I'll grade it first. Uh, I'm really conflicted because the things I really like about it, I think, deserve one area, and the the driving, I think, deserves something else. So I'm gonna go with a um, confused B minus. Um, I feel like I should give it a C range grade because of how much I did not like the driving, but it's got a lot of features that I don't see in other games that I kind of would like to see in other games. And I think it's cool. They even thought that stuff up 
If there's another game that does exactly what this game is doing, let me know. Um, I could try that out as well. But uh, um, so I got to balance it. You know, it, it wasn't the worst drive I've ever felt, but I just didn't enjoy it. Um, it was serviceable, but the other features were really cool. So um, a, a soft B minus. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I kind of said in the beginning, and I'll, I'll reiterate it now, the game is it's fine. I think it's a, a, a bit above average when it comes to the the genre. That's fair. Um, so I would also give it a B minus. All right. Two B minuses. Let us know in the comments. What did you guys think of uh, Need for Speed Heat? Uh, did you like it? Did you not like it? If you didn't like it, why didn't you like it? Uh, did you play it? If you didn't play it, why didn't you play it? And if you did play it uh, and liked it, what did you like about it? Uh, what are some of your favorite features? What do you think about the way the cars feel? Maybe you do like the way they feel, and that's cool. Um, or maybe you know what I'm talking about. What do you think about uh, EA forcing uh, all their devs to use Frostbite? Do you think that's a good thing? And, uh, yeah, let me know everything you think about in the comments below when it comes to Need for Speed Heat. The uh, second game we played this month was Toem. I think that's how you say it. Is it Tome? Tome? Uh, which... Uh, is a photography game. It's a really interesting perspective. It's black and white. It's top down, kind of. It's uh, kind of top down. Um, but when you use your camera, it goes into first person because the top down perspective is actually in 3D. Um, so you take your pictures in first person in a top down world. Um, and yeah, I think it has something to do about like you're trying to go to the top of a mountain. Trying to take a, a picture of an object that is that happens to be at the top of the mountain. Yeah. yeah. And so you're set out with your camera. You run around uh, talking with random NPCs that have different tasks for you to complete. Uh, from, hey, go find these mushrooms in this bush or whatever and get pictures of them and bring them back to me. To there's monsters in these woods. Find them and take pictures of them for me. I want to see them. There's ghosts in this house. All this kind of stuff. All this fun photography stuff uh that uh really makes you want to go out and take these pictures um and yeah it uh it also features uh random items that you get from other npcs that uh or just npcs uh that uh change the way you play the game in different ways and allow you access to certain things uh you can also interact with a lot of things this game is definitely like a uh kind of an atmospheric vibe game where you can just like slide down slides get on a uh, you know, sit on a bench or like, you know, just interact with things around the world. There's a lot of charm in that regard. And, uh, yeah, is there anything I'm missing really? It's a photography game. You take pictures. An adventure kind of, game. It's a top down adventure game meets Pokemon snap kind of game. Yes. Yeah. We both played it. Um, I think you've, you beat it, but I'll let you talk about that. Uh, well, so to start with my impressions, I platinumed it. Um, so I well, I was going to go with my impressions first. Oh, good. But uh, you platinumed I it. Did. You beat it. I uh, did not beat it. I played it for a couple hours. And uh, honestly, I really liked this game. Um, in case you don't know, I am a uh, uh, definitely a photography and camera fan. I have like 12 cameras. I love taking pictures. Um, and so... Um, this game really worked for me. The thing I, I, I dig about it is the adventure is fun. I think there's a lot of really good charm to it. I think the characters are all really neat. The humor's there when you talk to these characters that say a lot of goofy stuff. Um, but I really like that you get this overhead view of the world you're exploring, which is uh, kind of interesting the way it's set up. It's like these blocked areas with walkways to the next areas. But 
the photographer in me uh, enjoyed uh, composing my shots in this 3D realm that's uh, top down otherwise. Um, so they'd be like, oh, take a picture of blah, 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 blah. And I would actually find myself walking top down in where I thought the best position would be to get the picture. It doesn't matter. As long as it's in the picture, it'll count typically. Mm -hmm. um, it'll actually show you, it's almost like an autofocus, the object that you're going to get something for if you take the picture of, which I, I you know, I'm glad I communicated that well. But, you know, my dork brain, I'm just like, I got to get a cool picture though. So like, I'd like get in position, make sure that somebody in the foreground's fully framed and in the background, there's gotta be something to, you know, uh, highlight my subject and stuff like that. And, uh, I really enjoyed that aspect. I know a lot of games have like photography modes, photo modes, uh, which I like to dabble a little bit with, but in those games, I just want to play the game, but this game being a photography game game, I just was only taking pictures and I kind of really liked that. Um, the game's not like too challenging. It's definitely just like an experience game, which I really, um, enjoyed. I also, like I said, the, the creativity and freedom to take the pictures the way you want to, it allows a lot of ways to do that. Um, I really enjoyed that as well. Um, I already kind of said before, the characters are charming. Uh, there's a lot of goofy characters that you talk to that, uh, that, you know, have uh, dorky things to say and they send you on, uh, little uh, adventures, talking to other people who are doing weird dorky things. Um, that's fun. Uh, there's also like little um, situations, like for instance, there was a dude I walked up to that had like cups and he put something on her. He's like, hey, you wanna guess where this where this thing's going? And he started like swapping them around and then you pick the one and it's really easy at first. He's like, oh, you're pretty good. Let's do it again. And he does it faster. And then the third time he does it even faster. And it's like these little things that just kind of like are all these like little distractions that, that keep you in the game and just kind of like entertain the whole time, which I thought was uh, pretty cool. Um, and yeah, regrettably, I did not finish this game. I feel like I'm gonna, it's gotta be pretty short. Yeah. I feel like I was kind of slow on it. It took me about five and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. I figured it'd be like a four or five hour game for sure. Um, cause I only played it for a couple hours and I feel like I was like, this game's not going to be that long. Um, which is great. I always appreciate like a nice short little complete game. Um, especially when it comes to indies, I don't expect them to be like super long. Like when I played stray and finished that short and sweet, perfect. And this kind of felt like that kind of experience of just get in, get out, enjoy yourself. And, uh, I appreciated that. But, uh, but yeah, I kind of figured I was going to like this game and, uh, I liked it more than I thought I was going to like it. So, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have really an ex any expectations going into the game. So when I started playing it, um, I spent quite a lot of time in this specifically with like the first two zones, just cause I was just trying to get a feel of the game and, and whatnot. Um, but as I was going through it, um, it definitely kind of hit the right part of my brain. Cause I, uh, I found myself wanting to do all the side quests, uh, to get all the stickers, you know, you only need so many of them to get your, your bus ticket to go to the next place. And, but there's more than that quantity in every zone. So you can, um, you know, be a completionist if you want to. It also has, uh, different photo albums, like one for animals. So you can take a picture of every animal in the game and you know, you'll get the, the picture cause it won't take up a photo slot. It'll actually fill in that animal. Mm -hmm. Um, photo book, which I think was a kind of a neat feature too, especially because sometimes someone will ask you for a picture of an animal as one of the quests 
and you could just go into that book and go, oh, it's right here. Yeah, I kind of got in the habit of anytime I saw something new, I just take a picture of it. Yeah, which is a good idea anyways. Um, <clears throat> I love that the rewards for a lot of stuff or even just sometimes for exploration is like clothing items. Wet socks. Uh, that's a very early one. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's also interesting that some quests won't even function without wearing the right outfits and stuff like that. So um, it, it there's a lot of thought that was put into the game. And I think that's probably what kept me playing it was mm-hmm. that um, I could feel that they really had this idea they wanted to go with. And uh, we're trying to make a, a fun experience, like even doing like the ghost or the monster quests. Um, you couldn't complete them in the zone you got them in. You had to go to further zones Mm -hmm. to complete those and then backtrack to talk to the guys uh, or the quest givers. Um, I guess the ghost and then the creepy dude in the hotel. But um, And then they would eventually give you stuff um, when you finish, which was great. Uh, The other thing I like, too, is it feels like you're you're on a journey. You literally, you're in a small town, go to a little bit bigger area, uh, it's kind of nature Then you eventually you're in a city. Mm-hmm. Then you're in the mountains and the mountains is a two part thing. So, okay. Um, yeah. I never got to the mountains. I yeah. got to the beginning of the city. Um, you get all these cool, uh, neat little tools as well to get through the zones. Like eventually get a horn that you attach to your, your camera. So like there'll be a bunch of like birds blocking a path and you just honk at them and they'll fly away out of your way and stuff like that. Um, or if someone's sleeping, you can wake them up with it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's filters, uh, both as a quest, but also uh, for one quest, this, this guy wants you to like take pictures of muddy things, but then they throw mud on your camera. So when you take pictures, there's just these blobs everywhere on it. But then there's another quest with this guy who's like obsessed with cleaning dirty things and you hand him your camera and he cleans it off to get rid of that effect. It also finishes that quest. So. Yeah, that's kind of the creative charm that I really enjoy about the game. Mm-hmm. Um, is you can tell like you can tell they're having fun with like they had the idea and they, they executed it perfectly but then like it's got this fun flair to it that like the game doesn't take itself serious in any way um and yeah yeah um and you know you just want to make sure like if you're playing this game I, w- I would say like make sure you're like taking your time um, with certain parts of it too because um sometimes events are happening, but they're like timed or they're based off like how far away you are and stuff like that. So, um, it's all really neat. I think, uh, it's definitely a cool experience game. I love the the perspective and the art style of it. Uh, at first I, I honestly wasn't really into it, but as I played it, it grew on me quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. And I found, uh, you know, when I was playing it, I just wanted to keep playing it. I think I beat it in two settings. So, hmm. um, anything else i really liked about it uh once you take the picture you're supposed to take i also like how it kind of just comes back around to you know the basically in the beginning of the game i think it's your grandmother shows you a a sneak peek you don't you the player don't get to see it but the character gets to see you know the objective and then she closes the book quick she's like you gotta go take it yourself to see the thing you know better so Hmm. and then you you're come back and you're like i got the picture and that's the game pretty much so hmm. so neat little adventure um is it deep and eh, not really but uh there definitely was like a story and an exp- a story and an experience to go through so yeah yeah i uh the story's pretty basic but yeah. uh it doesn't need one 
uh, to to really get across what they're trying to do. So, which is uh, mm-hmm. go take pictures and have fun adventures. Uh, anything else? No. All right, short and sweet. Uh, let's jump into recommendations then. Okay. Let you start. Um, I feel like Pokemon Snap. Yeah, I mean that's probably fair to be honest. No. Um, I would say you know obviously if you're a person who's like into like you know indie feeling indie games, yeah, um, this is one of those games. And the experiences the indie games can offer because AAA games not going to offer this. No, no, this would be too risky of an investment for a AAA. Just too much money would be involved in making a game that's this. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Um. I think if you like, how do I word this? You know, games where you, you're kind of going through and, and doing like quirky um, tasks that have some element of puzzle to them, but aren't like overly complicated, just enough to keep your brain kind of active. I think this is a good game for that. Um, yeah, I'm drawing a huge blank. Adventure games. Just going like for sure on an adventure from point A to point B type of deal. Um, well, yeah, my brain's not working right now. Good. If you're a fan of photography, I would say it's a game for you because it's a game about photography. Uh, it's not like super deep. You're not going to be like doing a lot of like camera stuff, but um, it is a fun little game where you get to take pictures, which is a lot of fun. Um, so if you're into that, uh, definitely recommend it to you. You already said adventure game, but I'm going to reemphasize that it's an adventure game first and foremost. Um, Pokemon Snap. If you ever enjoyed any of the iterations of that, um, check this out because there's not a whole lot of games that are like about taking pictures like this. Um, if you like uh, the photo mode in games, this game is the photo mode. So uh, <laughs> check it out. Um, if you like quirky indie games, kind of already went over that, but I'm going to emphasize like a quirky game. Game that's like kind of goofy and fun. Um, something, you know, there's so many games out there that are like big, epic story, serious stuff, realistic stuff. And like this game is just like, hey, dude, like go on an adventure, take some pictures and talk to a lot of interesting people. That's the game. If that sounds interesting to you. I'd recommend it to you. Um, and I think that's. Maybe loosely, if you're into not the gameplay, but the idea of like the Metroidvania system where you get things, or maybe Zelda system where you get things and come back and do things uh, they couldn't do before, it kind of has that feel to a little extent because there's like certain items you'll get from characters that give you access to doing things that you couldn't do before. Um, not in its gameplay, of course, that it's like those games, but you, you get what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I think that, I mean, you feel like black and white games. I don't know if there's people out there who have a preference on that, but uh, it's black and white and uh, it's cool looking. So, um, but yeah, that's all I got. All right. Uh, I think I went with my impressions first. So go ahead and grade it. All right. Um, I'm going to give it. Uh, honestly, I think my only complaint is I, I wish it was a little bit longer. And it had a little more uh, multi-zone quests because I thought those were really neat. Um, but it was—I had a good time with it, and I—it's just one of the few times I beat a game completely. So I think I'm gonna have to give it an A minus. All right. Um, 
Yeah, I kind of want to give it that too, but I think I'm going to go with a B plus just because I haven't finished the game. So uh, I don't know. I haven't got to experience what you're saying with like the way it loops or whatever, the ending, stuff like that. And I haven't got the full experience of the quests or whatever, but um, the game is really cool, really charming. I really enjoyed it. And like I said, I like photography, so I enjoy that aspect of it. And so I'm going to give it a strong B plus, And I definitely think it is a really cool game that I'm glad I played because it was legit, not even didn't even exist to me. I never even heard about this <laughs> game before. And even if I did, I didn't pay attention to it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's a black and white game. Cool. Um, and yeah, so having to play it because of this channel and my obligation to that, uh, I'm, this is one of the reasons why I like PlayStation Plus. Is I like to play games sometimes that are completely off my radar, and I get to discover a game that I probably would have never played because I never even had this game recommended to me. Nothing, never even heard of it. So yeah, um, yeah, really cool game. Uh, B plus. Anything else? Nope. All right, let us know in the comments what you guys think of Toem uh, or Tome. Uh, however you say it. Uh, what'd you think of it? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Uh, if you liked it, what'd you like about it? Um, if you didn't like it, what didn't you like about it? And if you didn't play it, why didn't you play it? And uh, what do you think of uh, photography in games? Do you do a lot of that? I know some people will spend like hours taking pictures in games, uh, in photo modes. I know MMOs for sure people do that a lot, but even like Ghost of Tsushima, that game begging you to take pictures. Um, <laughs> And uh, did you enjoy the photography aspect of Tome? And what game has the best photo mode? Let me know what you're thinking about in the comments below. Last game we played this month was Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, which I am told is a fighting game based off of a mobile game. A browser gotcha game. Okay. Because playing this game, I have no idea who anyone is. But I have played the game, and I know it is a fighting game. Uh, and... It's a fighting game like a lot of fighting games. Uh, it has a um, arcade mode. It has just the versus mode where you can just go against whoever you want. Uh, the arcade mode's more like you got to fight people. Uh, it has an interesting system though where uh, you pick the difficulty of the enemy you're gonna fight, and then when you finish that fight, it asks if you want to fight another person of that difficulty, a lighter difficulty, which is a completely different character, or it has a third character you can go fight. Uh, who's on a harder difficulty and so you can kind of like augment your experience as you're fighting through an arcade which uh, is very interesting um, and then it also has an RPG mode um, where you play through a story that I assume has something to do with the actual uh, Grand Blue fantasy uh, game where you it's almost like set up like a brawler where you are put into areas where you can walk left and right and fight enemies in every direction, but it still maintains the fighting game combo system, uh, but it does allow you to use abilities and moves uh, and upgrade your gear, um, get new gear, and get uh, partners to go with you. And it has co-op that I could not find anyone to do that with. Um, and yeah, got a huge. it's got a pretty big roster of characters I've never heard of. Um, and yeah, we both played it. So let's jump into your impressions of Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Okay, well, uh, this is a game that I um, had kind of eyeballed, you know, since uh, its announcement, uh, but never ever pulled the trigger on it. Um, I have very, very shortly tried the the mobile, uh, not mobile, the browser-based uh gotcha game of it um wasn't really for me but um, i love the art style which was a huge draw to, for me um it kind of gives me like final fantasy tactics vibes in yeah. a way 
Uh, I think the character designs are really neat, uh, especially like being able to see them like animated in the game the way they were. There's a lot of creativity in these characters, and I think that's really neat. Um, I think the the game is very feature rich, which is great because a lot of fighters are kind of just cut and dry. Like, here's the arcade mode, here's the training room, here's the versus uh, online. There you go, you're done. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what you get. Um, and though that does work for probably, I'd honestly would say the majority of the fighting game community, I think in order to get more casual players to come play your, your fighting games, um, you do need to offer more than that um, because you know maybe one out of every hundred of those casuals becomes a hardcore player. So mm-hmm. um, pulling numbers out of my ass here, but you know you get the point. You get the idea, yeah. Um, so that being said, uh, I was kind of disappointed in this game for a couple reasons uh the first one is i'm uh and i know why they do it because they're this is their attempt at getting the casual gamers but i hate one button supers um i think it removes part of the skill of playing a fighting game um and i'm not even a hardcore player i would consider myself absolutely a casual when it comes to fighting games um but I do enjoy the challenge of like putting the commands in to get the combos at the right times. And if you make a mistake, it was a human error problem. Like, um, and I, I think the one button thing kind of ruins that. Uh, if you like it, to use the wrong. I just, just not for me. I thought it was interesting that uh, at least in the RPG mode, you can execute abilities or your moves, the typical traditional fighting game way of like, Mm -hmm. you know, down forward, whatever. Um, Or you can hold a button and then just press a direction. Yes. And you can execute the exact same move. Yeah, but uh, it was... Like an ability, but as an RPG, it didn't really bother me, but that just kind of reminded me of that when you're talking about one button. Well, and they have cooldowns, too. If you look underneath your hit Mm -hmm. point bar, there's there's timers Mm -hmm. uh, until you can reuse them type of deal. Um, Also, the, the one button super is at i believe the medium strength and you can still do the higher strength version of them by putting in the commands um excuse me uh let's see the rpg mode i think is a really neat idea but i absolutely hated playing it uh i don't like the the brawler style thing they went for there Uh, i don't think it feels good um yeah, and then I guess my other complaint about the game is um, all but maybe like two characters feel exactly the same to me. Like their move sets are pretty much identical. Um, yeah. And that's kind of a bummer. And I realize there's only so many things you can do, but if Street Fighter and Guilty Gear and all these other guys can do it, so can you. And I, uh, I was a little kind of bummed out by that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really wanted to like it, but uh, honestly, I was kind of disappointed. So. Interesting. I uh, I agree with most of what you're saying. Um, so yeah, just so you guys know where I'm at, I played the arcade mode for a little bit. Uh, played some characters there that I can't name off at all. Um, and then I played the RPG mode. That being said, um, with no knowledge of anything of this uh, brand at all, uh, I really like the art style. I think the character design's good. 
uh, I was actually like looking at the characters. I'm like, these are all pretty cool looking characters. I, I kind of dig this. Um, I think the aesthetic of the game is cool, and the music was almost Soul Calibur esque. So I kind of dug that. It was very like fantasy and whimsical, which I which I dug. Uh, the I was impressed with a lot of things, but the fighting itself felt kind of stiff. Uh, the animations were really good, but the the momentum of movement met with combos felt like I was kind of pausing a lot. Um, you can, you know, run uh, in this, uh, which I appreciate because some fighting games you can't run and it drives me fucking insane. Uh, but I did feel like if I was like an inch away from somebody uh, and I went to swing and they just moved back a little bit, like I was just like stuck there and I'd have to stop, uh, you know, attacking or jump to get closer to them. It just felt kind of clunky. Um, but not, not horrible. It just like, just slightly off the, the, you know, it just wasn't that great feeling. There's definitely much better fighting games out there. Um, but for this being like, you know, out of nowhere, its own thing, I think they did a pretty good job on it. Um, that being said with, uh, how clunky it feels, uh, I think the animations are really well done. Um, I think I was really impressed with whatever character you're playing, when you enter a fight with another character, they have something different to say to every single character. And when you beat them, they have something to say about every single character. I was like, I was like that's kind of crazy that they have like this much. And I don't know what they're referring to. They kept saying stuff like, oh, that's blah, 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 doing blah, blah, blah again. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know anything about who you are, who they are. Right. So I, this is like completely falling flat on me. But I really appreciated like that attention to details. Like they put a lot of like they must care about uh, Grand Blue Fantasy because they put a lot of work into uh, building these characters up and making them feel like uh, they existed in this world. So I really appreciated that. Um, and I think the arcade system was really interesting. I've never played a, a fighting game that uh, allowed you to, after you want to fight, decide who you want to fight next at what difficulty randomly. It was a very interesting system. I don't know if I want that in every fighting game, but like I was like, this is interesting. I've never seen this before. Um so let's talk about the RPG uh, part of the game, which I thought was the most interesting. Um, you know, the arcade is is typical and, and, and its own thing, but to have like an RPG mode, um, you know, the only other game I can think of that does something like that is uh, Soul Calibur, uh, the most recent one, which has its own RPG mode, but it's definitely set up differently. And uh, I don't mind the brawler aspect of it. Um, I thought that was actually kind of interesting. And I really wanted to try a co-op because I, I was like, this is Streets of Rage almost. Like, I, I, I'm kind of into that. But met with the, the clunky movement and combat and the way it feels kind of sticky. Um, it's not super enjoyable, but uh, I didn't mind it. My problem with the RPG is it felt repetitive. Um, there's a story happening, which I really appreciated. I thought it was kind of cool. It was kind of, uh, unfolding. I wasn't paying attention because I was like, I don't know the characters. I don't know anything about their past or anything like that. No lore. So the story you're telling me with these people going like, oh, it's you, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you just betrayed me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know anything about any of you guys. Um, but I appreciate they, they, they built that story. But when you're doing missions, you're, you're repeating a lot of the same stages over and over again. I know it's a fighting game. So like they just built stages and then they're having you fight on the stages uh, for the story. But I feel like I played like six different missions and they're all in the exact same stage fighting a lot of the same enemy over and over and over again. Um, and that 
was fine, but I could see if I played like for another hour, I would get bored quickly. Um, so it's a really cool effort. And I think there is a great idea. Kind of like what I was saying with like Need for Speed Heat. Uh, good ideas. The execution's off. Uh, I'd like to see them attempt it again. Um, because I was like, this could potentially be something I really want to play. It's just not, which is weird. Um, so yeah, don't mind the brawling. Uh, the combat was uh, fun for the most part, except for sticky. Um, I did like that it felt like an RPG in the sense that like I got like a healing move and a uh, attack damage increase that I could uh, use while in these missions. Um, I liked that uh, you get gear and you can equip new gear and upgrade the gear. It was never exciting. It was just increasing your stats, really. I'm sure that changes later. Uh, you could also, I think, equip things per mission, like temporary, like one-use items. I think that was a thing. <laughs> I think I remember that. Um, and yeah, it has, uh, you can bring like a partner with you too. Later later in the story, you get somebody who joins your party, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, again, I unlocked the co-op, which I had no idea this game had. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh shit, you can play this with somebody? That's kind of cool. And it's like, search for a party member. And I hit that button and I waited and I waited and 15 minutes passed. I was like, there's nobody playing this game co-op. <laughs> Uh, I assume a lot of people probably hop in and play the arcade, though, or, you know, play, try and play online versus people. I think with how old the game is, they're probably just playing online versus people. Well, even it came out on PlayStation Plus, though, so you figure there'd be, a, like, an influx. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But so, it was the end of the month. Yeah. So I was hoping, you know, maybe, maybe some recent experts of the game would, would want to hop in and go, like, oh, I'm max level. Here's a new guy. I'll just carry him. Nobody. I didn't find anybody. So I didn't get to try out the co-op. And uh, from what I've heard, the net code in this game is like non-existent. So um, I think it's this game you were talking about. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that from other places too. Um, so wasn't expecting much from that, but it would have been cool to have tried that out. Um, yeah, so this game has a lot of things that, that I think is, uh, is surprisingly good in quality. Um, but it falls short in some ways. Uh, again, combat feels sticky and uh, RPG feels repetitive after a while. And I played only for a couple hours. So, um, you know, that's not that's not too great. So uh, overall, I enjoyed the game, but um, I don't know if I'm going to come back to it. Uh, I would like to see a second one, though. And I would like to see them improve the formula because I think they could make something really great out of this. Uh, they just didn't this time. So hopefully we get a second one. I think if it's going to happen, it's probably the time to do it since we're kind of in a surge of fighting games right now. So, Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to compete soon with uh, two really huge fighting games, though. Yeah. With uh, Tekken and Street Fighter. I mean, like, you don't really get bigger than that. No, and I think Guilty Gear still has growth happening. So it's kind of crazy. And Soul Calibur is in limbo. For now. I would love a new one, but I'm waiting for Tekken, so I'm good. Um, I'm actually interested in the new Street Fighter. I am too. Um, I'm not the biggest Street Fighter fan. I'm not either. And I'm looking at that, I'm like, it's a pretty yeah, good-looking game. Good. Yeah. So I might just have to uh, reevaluate if I'm a Street Fighter fan or not, because <laughs> I have to do that every once in a while. Because I remember when I was a kid, I was like, Street Fighter 2 is amazing, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then, you know, Street Fighter Alpha, all that shit. And then, you know, eventually, like, 4 and 5, I was like, I don't know if I like Street Fighter. I don't know if this is for me. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's just this isn't my fighting game. Anyway, I digress. Um, 
Yeah. Grand Blue Fantasy versus uh, Great Effort. Fall short. Uh, anything else? No. All right. So let's jump into recommendations. If you're a fighting game fan, I think it's worth checking this game out. Like playing simple. Agreed. You like fighting games. Uh, this deserves your attention. It's not a bad game. It's just not as good as like the top dogs in fighting. Yeah, I should probably put that out there. As much as I complained, I, it's not a bad game. No, it's just not a me game. It just doesn't. It just doesn't meet the standard and quality and the gameplay that I want um, from a fighting game. I guess I'm just spoiled because there's really good ones out there. But this isn't. I've played worse fighting games. There's like indie fighting games I've played that don't play as well as this. And obviously, it's because they don't have the budget. But I think it's good effort. So yeah, if you want, if you want to play a fighting game and you haven't played this one and uh, you're looking for something new, fresh, and different, I think this would be it. Um, I assume if you're a Grand Blue Fantasy fan, whatever that is, uh, and you haven't played this, I feel like you should check it out because I feel like they explore. The characters you probably know better than me uh, in some fun ways because I don't even know who these people are. And I was like, this is interesting. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but like there's a lot of character here with these characters. So uh, that's interesting. Um, If you like loosely uh, like Streets of Rage style brawlers, I think the RPG mode might offer you something. Even if you like like Dragon's Crown, maybe. and if you don't know what that is, look it up. Um, you might like this. It's It's got an interesting... You don't like walk forward backward on the plane, but you do walk back and forth uh, in like a fighting game stage and fight a bunch of dudes or animals or whatever. Um, things. You fight things. You fight stuff. <laughs> um, so you might dig it. And uh, if you like the idea of a 2D perspective fighting game RPG where you level up and uh, you know upgrade your stuff, uh, you might like this as well. Um, I think that's all I got. Anime games. I feel like anime games. I feel like anime games for sure. Also, if you like like cat dudes who talk like Shway Bros, um, I forgot what they're called, something fam, uh, you might dig this game because those guys are ridiculous. They're saying some pretty adult stuff too. I was kind of surprised. So I don't know who this game's for. I don't know anything about Grand Blue Fantasy. I'm like really confused. I feel like I'm like you go to the website, make an account in two seconds, and start playing. I feel like I stepped into a universe that's existed, and I just have no idea about it. I'm just like, yeah. where the fuck am I, dude? It's um, pretty popular in Japan. I, I don't belong here. What what like what do you do? It's it's like a mobile game, but it's just not on mobile. It's a web browser based gotcha game. I feel like I gotta look it up after this. <laughs> And yeah, so uh, anything else? Any more recommendations? No. Okay, so you did your impressions first, so I'll grade it. Um, this is tough. I think I'm gonna give it. I think I'm gonna give it a B minus as well. Um, I don't think I could give it a C because I don't think it's it's. I think it does some stuff that that's really neat. It just falls flat in its uh, combat, which is like Need for Speed Heat, important to a fighting game. Uh, you're gonna want to, you know, have good combat in a game, and it just feels kind of clunky. I do agree too that all the characters, or a lot of them, feel very similar. It feels like they were pushing for the RPG first and the arcade second. Yeah. Um, which is weird. Uh, 
but it's got quality. The character models are really good. It's full of voice acting and a lot of lore that's being expanded upon with the characters talking to each other. Uh, and it offers an arcade mode and an RPG mode, which, you know, if you're okay with repetition, you could probably play that and enjoy that uh, for hours and then just play the fighting game when you want to play the fighting game. So I, I appreciate those options. I just uh, I just was never really digging the the fights. I was just getting through them, and that's kind of a bummer. Cause well, you know, I play like Dead or Alive or Soul Calibur. I'm like in it. I'm trying to like beat that dude. And uh, in this, I was like, all right, we'll get through this and see what happens. And uh, and I don't want to feel like that when I'm playing a fighting game. So, uh, yeah, very light B minus. I don't think there's anything actually wrong with the game, but I do think there it has a lot of weaknesses. Um, so I'm going to give a C plus. I think it is definitely above average, but barely, uh, I think, uh, and the only reason I'm actually being kind of harsh on it is there's just so much competition, yeah. uh, that this game really just falls underneath almost all of them. In my opinion, um, again, I'm not trying to be like, I, I don't think it's a bad game. Don't take that as like, I think it's bad. It's mm-hmm. just, there's so many other fighting games I'd play over this, uh, it doesn't stack up th- that I don't, I, I don't think I'll even remember this game, um, after, you know, a while. So. Yeah, I feel like if you're like a Grand Blue Fantasy fan, this game would probably resonate a little harder for you and you'd overlook some things more. But because it's like alien to me, I'm just kind of like looking at him like this alien thing's like pretty impressive looking, but it's not that great to play. So kind of weird. Yeah. That's two games for me this this month that I felt like, you know, fell short in the gameplay department, which is kind of weird. But I appreciated things about it. It's a really weird thing. Uh all right, so C plus and a B minus. I almost went C plus, but I, I, the things I appreciate about it, I appreciate. So, uh, anything else? No. Nope. All right, let us know in the comments what you guys think of Grand Blue Fantasy versus. Uh, did you play? Did you not play it? And uh, what'd you like about? It? What didn't you like about it? Are you a fan of Grand Blue Fantasy? And if you are, what did you think of this game? Does that kind of shape your perspective differently? Maybe. Um, who's your favorite character? I would tell you mine, but I don't know any of them. Um, or, or really much about the, I don't know, but, uh, if you got a favorite when you'd recommend me try, uh, let me know. And what's your favorite fighting game? What's your favorite fighting game? Guilty gear. Soul caliber. I also love guilty gear though. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to do it for this episode of plus club for September. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like, and subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out our other episodes, check us out on our socials and streams links down below. Check out our Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. And we have a Patreon. If you'd like to support the channel more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new, I have a TikTok. Uh, and uh, you can check that out. It's Tasty Senpai. Um, Tasty Loot Gaming. One of the two. Just search that. You'll find me. I make original content there. Um, and I'm gonna you try should and... just link it. I oh, should. Wow. I should. Yeah. Yeah. For a while there, I was like, I'm not going to bring the TikTok up, but now, now I'm on it all the time. So I'm like, I should just, yeah, I should just do that. And uh, yeah, if you're uh, here this late in the video, though, a uh, quick reminder that this is one of the last videos or the last video you're going to be able to uh, vote for Community Pick Game of the Month. So make sure to do that. Just type in a game in the comments below and it'll be put on a list and we will figure that out on Game of the Month, which will be out tomorrow where we will be discussing the last of us part two and uh figuring out what game you guys picked for us to play in october uh so look forward to that 
I've been Seth. Thank you for joining me, Chevy. Thank you for watching, everybody, and have a good one, guys, and take it easy. Thank you.